Ordo Templis Orianus, the OTO, which is his organization, um, one of the things that he described, and with other Masons have described, is what the higher levels of Freemasonry are, are basically, it's a class for how to make your own cult. So you have a lot of people that, just about everybody who's made a cult um, that, that is a successful cult, it was a Freemason because they basically just teach you how to do that. The, yeah, the that, person who invented Wicca was a Freemason. That that happens in video games when you have people that you know on you know that are cooperating mm. up against a group of people that are just out there doing their thing. Yeah, they're just figuring things out. That other team gets fucked up. Oh yeah, and that's that's the competition that we're, we're up against because they they're, they're looking at you like oh here's a goy non-mason mm-hmm. maybe or yeah there's a there's a black goy Here, yeah non-mason like, now here's cattle <laughs> yeah mean, and that's what like so means. many I mean, groups of people out there are thinking something else and it freaked me out not to really go off subject to think, but you know, of, of, of other people, how they view Americans is that a lot of things that is normal to us is actually not cool. It's bizarre. In, in, yeah. in other countries. And it's like, holy shit. So if you really was in another country trying to be oblivious, right? You would be sending out so many messages that would invite so much disorder and chaos it is unfathomable to even realize what shitstorm you have started accidentally well you're bringing disorder into an ordered country you know you what is what what is the consequence of this hyper individualism it's two two things first of all disorder and second of all it is fundamentally Luciferian because the whole point of that, and again, this is this is what I try to say about not submitting and trying to save yourself and magic. The thing that ties all these things wow. together is Luciferianism is will to power. It is saying, thy will be done. I will bring my will to bear. I wanted to circle. It's do as thou wilt. That's what they say. I wanted to circle some Americanism because that that sparked some parallel when America took off the gold standard. And when I, on a historian note, when I tell people, I was like, gold is old. Like that is the old world. That is the same currency that the Egyptians used. And the mm-hmm. Egyptians are so far removed from the Greeks and the Romans as we are from the Romans. It's amazing. Yeah, Yeah, to to fathom all of that. Yeah, and to think of now America is the petrodollar. And it was correlating like some weird Americanism parallel with that Luciferian, which is we're the imperial nation. Literally every meter is now feet. Mm. But whose feet? (laughs) <laughs> that that type of question reminded me of when you pose he was like yeah all these countries owe money but to who well yeah every and country in the world shook 
the Matrix, man. Yeah. Well, who who is it? It's, Those yeah. are the right questions. That, that is the right question. That is the right question. And when you think about, you know, people, this, this whole phrase, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theorist, Illuminati, all this stuff has been really weaponized very effectively by these yeah. people. So it just shuts down discourse. Um, and, you know, if you think about the story of history... These powerful families have been um, these powerful families have been financing and controlling both sides of just about every war throughout all of history. They've been killing and murdering and committing mayhem. Yes, um, even to back claw to the their Phoenicians. way up to the top, yeah, all the way and back. That's why Phoenicia. The, the Phoenician Empire collapsed because the Romans got tired of going to marketplaces and seeing the Phoenicians selling slaves behind their back. They would prop it up like, yeah, we got some piss snake oil. No, yeah. Make your hair grow. And then you'll come over and be like, yeah, I do want my hair grow. And then you see some girl back there and he's like, oh, you like that? And they got pissed off all the nations. They was like, were fed up with this nation and their slavery because it all came back to the Bible times and they interpreted, you know, some words and commandments at that time as, oh, yeah, it's okay to sell other people as slaves, but not of your people. Well, what did... And they cascaded that all the way up into American slavery. They just could not. Yeah. Go over that hurdle that slavery is bad, bro. Like, fuck if you think God allows that. The thing that this always it comes back to, and it, it almost all roads, you know, all roads lead to Rome. The thing it almost always will return to is the foot of the cross. What did the Jews say? They said, if you're the Messiah, get down off that cross and prove it to us. They said, we want to do it our way. And Christ said, no, you have to do it my way. And when he said that, and this is the thesis of E. Michael Jones's book, The Jewish Revolutionary Spirit, the thesis is when the Jews said that, when they said, no, you do it our way, they became revolutionaries. And they became revolutionaries, permanent revolutionaries, not just against God, but the implications of being a revolutionary against God is that you're a revolutionary against any kind of logic, any kind of form, or any kind of beauty. There's a disturbing quote in the Torah that says that they shall not destroy the goy, but be amongst them and the use them. Something mm -hmm. like that. I'm paraphrasing. And I was like, what? Well, and what's... Why? Why? That's very destructive. Well, because they're chosen. And this is the thing. And that's this not is... even the Bible. That's whatever the hell they wrote afterwards. <laughs> well, the Jews were chosen. There is this, um, I, now I, I, I mean, as, the, a, as a non-Goy, do you feel comfortable? Oh, I, what do you mean a non-Goy? I'm not Jewish. <laughs> um, do I feel, um, I always suspected you was a black Jew. Did you? Yeah. Well, I'm a Hebrew Israelite. Um, uh, that's what I really am. You can call me Captain Tezariak. Um, you can call me the captain. Um, Actually, it's funny. I love watching those guys. Um, I, I saw this really wonderful, hilarious debate between um, 
one of these uh, Hebrew Israelites and Halsey, who is a Jew on the internet. And um, they were, he was just about to cry by the end of it. Um, because, because <laughs> this is the great, the great video of the Hebrew Israelites by Penn Station in New York from maybe 10 or 15 years ago of of this Jewish guy who's saying, what about the Holocaust? And they're, and they're saying, we want another one. And they cry, white boy. And, and I was watching that and I was like, if you guys didn't hate white people so much, like we'd probably get along. Uh, because, you know, you guys, I respect that you say, we have people, we have a people, we want a strong head for those people, and we would like them to have their own distinct culture and power. They're doing what everybody used to do and they're trying to fight for their extended family and i i respect that even if i think they're wrong i have a lot of respect for that and i even will say think about shit like that makes me a doomer well it's not a it's not a doom thing it's worship what about america uh well you know, th- this is the question that'll be asked: Is you know, name it's only name a single know. country in history that has had that is a multi-ethnic, multicultural country that has survived and thrived without a dominant culture, and there is no such example because the Egyptians fell to the Hyksos, the Greeks fell to the Trojans against Sparta. And um, the, the Roman Romans Empire fell to the Germanic tribes. Mm-hmm. And how could that be? The the Celtic tribes fell to the British. They they took on more than they should have taken on, and this is the story of the Tower of Babel. This is the story of all mankind builds this tower to wage siege on heaven to break into heaven. Someone shot an arrow into the sky um, and it came down with blood on it and so they said well we can we can break into heaven who are they to live up there in heaven and we have to live down here on the earth so we're going to build this tower and God scattered the people and confused their tongues he created the language and this is where this quote comes from um, on my arm here I love well, very degenerate. I have a tattoo. Um, three. Um, uh, I got seven. <laughs> I, you know what? It is addicting, man. I keep thinking I want more, but then some, oh, sometimes yeah. I think I if don't. If I'm want more any. successful, I will have more mm-hmm. because because uh, I I was remembering a a Reddit post. It was like, what is a sign that somebody is out of order of society? You know, whatever I'm mm-hmm. saying in my own words. Like, what is a sign that somebody is not in touch with reality? And a lot of the examples of was rich people. I was like, no, there's a lot more examples than just rich people. Yeah. If, if anything, what you have in accessibility around you is the product of you. That's what I believe in. But that mm-hmm. really cries out to what other people's philosophies are saying to well, them. And this is the debate, you know, I study psychology in school. Um, this is sort of a larger debate that always happens in the social sciences, quote, sciences. Um, 
where they will it's this nature versus nurture debate what's exterior what's interior and frankly i don't believe there to be a distinction i think that there's a feedback loop between nature and nurture i believe where you know my environment affects me think about technology our environment causes us to develop this technology that helps us overcome our environment that we're motivated from the inside to create the technology thus becomes our new environment and influences us further so it's yeah. this back and forth this ping pong match yeah you're in my mind thinking the same thing so yeah that's what i try to you know exasperate on the internet when people try to digress into some ancient history i'm like no it was actually the quite opposite of what you're thinking there is no pan africa thing there's people living a lifespan that is very short in an area that is very hospitable or very benevolent and if it happens that the africans were in a benevolent environment thus they didn't need a reason to leave mm -hmm. that is inherent nature yeah. so when you're in that environment you just grasp on to the skills that that environment provides thus the other group of people are nomadic, so they're grasping on to other skill set is mm -hmm. you know, so that's where they're trying to grasp. But I'm like, no, there's two groups of people in this world, really, when you look at the archaic world mm -hmm. that is very archaic and very, you know, preserved. And then you got this mix that that happens to be the Eurasian mixture. But there is also a difference between the Asian mixture and the European mixture and these leftist geologists. I really don't like them because they want to mix all that together. I'm like, no, these people all have different signatures that you could all trace back to. Yeah. And it's very prevalent that a lot of people just don't have the same genes as others. And they want to say that we all came from the same place we're all I'm the like, same thing i'm yeah. like no you're all assuming that the that that pangea wasn't around mm -hmm. so as geography was changing at that time they don't even take that into consideration that life all sprung up at certain places at the same time they don't understand that concept what's when I try to nail that to them because they think that this one's from because of that one. No, this was all happening at the same time at the right environment. So yeah. as things were moving and changing, you have different groups of people all arriving at archaic levels at a separate location. They're not connected. Yeah. They want to believe that Africanus, Epithecus, whatever, mm -hmm. was also, you know, Iceman. No, sure. those are two different people. Chatterman was not <laughs> already Epithecus. No, uh, yeah, you know. Well, I mean, this is this is again more of, and this this phrase gets overused. The same as conspiracy theory. Because they 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 assume that 
ancient people had airplanes and had boats. No, they they didn't. Certain groups of people actually didn't develop that. Well, certain people developed it because they needed to for their environment, and certain people developed other things. And, and there are the people of the sun and the people of the ice. And they had different needs. People who needed certain fact, faculties survived. People who did not have those died. This happened over and over and over again so many times until the people that were born were born with certain faculties and without other faculties. And the question that you have to ask these people is, do you believe in evolution or not? What are the limits of evolution? And, and leftists was, according to evolution, they don't believe in evolution, but they will say they do believe in evolution and still mm -hmm. peddle their story that all this was just a cup of soup all mixing. And it's like, yeah. no, this was stagnant. This happened over the course of millions of years. You had archaic stages happening at a very long pace of time in isolated incidences and also the disturbing thing that they don't want to admit is that they were cannibals so that's why <laughs> you didn't see a lot of bones and uh, and remains they believed in something different it's not what you believe in they didn't have this accessibility to land like they they didn't also like take in consideration the animals yeah the fauna the water the the sun it was just all different yeah back then and they just want to assume that everything was just all one big trap i well, mean path yeah coming from africa it's like no because nothing changed along the path for anybody there was yeah. an ancient cave that they discovered in france where it showed paintings of over the course of thousands of years like uh, negative yeah um hand paintings and all of that but you won't find the same in south africa no no and, and i mean this is the thing that, gets that is very clear evidence that mm -hmm. these are two groups of people that follow different paths at that time well they had different needs they had different survival strategies so there's no pan-africa there's no correlation <laughs> well you know, and this is this is the the relativism. Yeah, they're know? assuming that the next door neighbor is doing the same thing that we're doing, and we're all coming to the same conclusion. Well, and we all live right now. The people who are saying that are saying that from a place of relatively extreme safety and comfort. These people don't understand that history. They might. They might know this but they don't really understand they history is a slaughter it. bench things that happen i had to get slaughtered when i was learning history because i wasn't always thinking this way i was a social justice warrior back in high school so but was a social justice warrior was something a little bit different i yes. believe there's something a little bit different i was i was totally on their side and this is you know i'll say this to leftists sometimes i'll say you know i was one of you and i went to college and I didn't question the leftist orthodoxy, which is what it is. It's orthodoxy or heterodoxy. Uh, I just completely towed the line until you started saying, hey, Luke, you're white. You speak last. Or, you know, you're at the bottom of the progressive stack. We don't want to read books by old white men. And I'm looking at myself if in the mirror saying, like, these people you, are my enemy. I'll be like, no, Luke is like 
the number one guy if you need some advice right now. Well, you know that's that's very that's very kind, but I I it's not regardless if he was white. You know, well, if you just happen to be a very pale Indian guy, and, you know? and this is the way that I sort of thought at the time. I thought like, well, we're all we're all the same, so we should just all act accordingly to that philosophy that we're all exactly the same, and we're just blank slates when we're born, and whatever happens is all is no, all nurture. No, no, no. Um, until then, <laughs> they said, "Well, Luke, we don't want you here. You're our enemy. Even if you agree with us." You are not, you yeah, not, that's you offer no value. Thing. So I said, okay, I'm going to go explore some other things. And I questioned the orthodoxy. And now I'm, now I have these beliefs. Yeah. That's, that recalls back to the Obama episode and Murdoch Murdoch. Like, what did you expect when you separated all of the kids into their own room? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And how did that end? <laughs> how did that end? These kids. Uh, there was the young Fuhrer in the other in the other room all by himself, and Obama's saying, "How did this happen? How could this has happened, Michelle, <laughs> <laughs> Michael, whatever your name is?" Um, and you know, there there is a story that is told by history that you can choose to understand, or you can choose to remain willfully ignorant of. Yeah, when I remember I dropped a record on my folks, I was like, you know, New Jersey was the last union state to abolish slavery. And it was like, no, it wasn't. I'm like, all right, why would you believe that I'm telling you a lie? Like, but okay, we searched it up. I was like, yeah, it is true. Mm -hmm. But it, it goes down to once when they think you're not one of us, Everything that you say is a lie. Yeah. And that's some things that gets me really scared because I'm like, we can't even really have a conversation because even if I wanted to digress into your hypothetical, I guess I see your side, but mm -hmm. I'm, you know, really skewing over to your side to, you know, grasp their hypotheticals. Right. Well, I mean, it's, it's this dangerous thing where... If they identify you as being on the other side, you are not part of the orthodoxy, then they grow suspicious. And they say, everything you say, I'm going to look into it. I'm going to read into it my narrative about who you are. I'm going to choose to believe you have, you're Hillary Clinton, you have these public positions and these private positions. And in private, you are this caricature Nazi and in public, you might just act like a normal conservative person. Like, and I, you, they attribute, they say everything you say, they think you're a bad faith actor. Whereas you might listen to specifically what they're saying and speak to them about what they're saying. They speak about what they think you believe secretly. And that's who they want to fight. The secret. Well, they, they don't. They, they believe in fighting ideas, and I'm like, no, I'm actually the opposite. You cannot fight an idea. Well, it's the Once. same thing as what you started this off with, which is speech is violence, and violence is speech. And that's what, that is, it's come full circle. Um, if you say that, that's violence. If they're violent towards you, that's the conversation we want to have. Oh, 
that's a hit right in the balls. <laughs> like, that's what they're doing to us, man. Pow. Yeah. Now you want to talk? That's not talking. You just low blow me, bro. You just, you need to understand. And then you start talking. No, that's, you speaking violence. Pow. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Well, and, and it's amazing because these people think they're fighting again a crusade against Nazis and what are Nazis they're the greatest evil that's ever fallen on the earth in ah, americanism right well yeah i mean it it's they do not challenge your ideas they challenge their perspective on your ideas so they're told this narrative if somebody says x that means they're y Okay, if somebody says, I think Rayshard Brooks shouldn't have grabbed that taser, it means they're a genocidal maniac who wants to slaughter six million Jews. Um, And so that's what they fight against. They fight as if that's true. Yeah, if it's true. And it's not. I mean, look, they have these opinions about if you believe this, it means you also secretly mean that. You secretly believe that. Um, so you can't be allowed to talk about this because it leads the to Union that. soldiers were fighting Democrats. <laughs> well, yeah, they I, were fighting the Democrats. Well, and if you want, they to sp- just don't want to admit stuff like that. They have ways of. I know, mean, some- like, like, like they're on a good motivational stuff. Like hmm. that's where I try to digress with them. Like on a hypothetical note, like yeah, like I sort of feel like that if. If you, I mean, if they influence me in that way, if you thought I was patriotic, I can see why they are anarchists. Yeah. I mean, on a hypothetical note, and when I, you know, going back to that um, political test, I was shocked. I, I tested as libertarian, but I was like, yeah, I guess that was me answering some questions mm-hmm. unattached, but... You know my philosophy. You are very attached to your history and to your people yeah. and to your kind. So that's like, that's that's the knowledge. You know, I guess if you didn't have any knowledge, you ain't woke. <laughs> but they want to claim that they're woke. Yeah. Well, my goodness. And this is, I, I don't remember who said this, but um, you know what? No, I do actually. It was Ted Kaczynski said the greatest lie the left ever told was that leftists are the rebels. And when really they are the power structure of this country. They don't want to admit that Hitler was actually a leftist. Well, you know, and that's like... That that's he a, that's actually a conversation. implemented socialism. I believe, look, me personally, as I am right now, I am, and I'll just say it, I am a socialist. But I'm a consistent socialist, not like these people. I'm a national socialist. <laughs> I, wow. you know, I, I really, I am because what that is the is free Kazakhstan, our country. Just, uh, well, yeah, it, it's the nice guy, national socialist. socialist. Yeah, I'm a socialist nationalist. Um, I, I don't know, but man. it's true because because what that was was we have. Weimar Germany, where people are hiring child prostitutes in the street. They're fucking animals. 
There are trannies in the news. There's there's trannies doing uh, stage productions. We have Weimar America right now, by the way. Um, we have people suffering in the streets with no ability to feed their families. People can't afford to have children. Yeah, technically, and that was that was what happens. Even worse because That's without the tranny stuff mm-hmm. and the child. Well, actually, I think yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Children are at danger for going this. This is and this is one of my. But they just added. They just added some more problems to whatever problems humanity already goes down with. You know. Well, it's this inversion, and again, you know, if you want to, if you want to talk about like worshiping trannies, transvestites, transgenders, whatever you want to call them, um. Again, this is a component of Gnostic beliefs, is this hermaphroditic God that is male and female. That is, you know, if you read that book, there's a lot of stuff in there about God as a hermaphrodite, as male and female. And that, by the way, that was written by a 33rd degree Mason. I would think Um, that God, in my interpretation, wouldn't be neither man or woman. mm -hmm. But, you know, the Christians yeah. will keep saying he. Well, you know, you say <laughs> he, you can say that, he, but, you know, I that think. That probably pisses off the leftists. It doesn't have to be a he. It doesn't have to be a he. <laughs> well, I mean, if you really want to, if you really want to break the, like, it's, illusion of even trying to bring you over, um, then, it you know. saved me. There is not. Patriarchy it patriarchy is necessary. It is required for a society to be healthy. If you have and this is why this is why the Greeks didn't even let women out of their houses. You had uh, had Greeks writing plays about if women um, were elected to Senate and it devolved into proto communism in those plays. Um, and that's what we have. We have, and who do you see at these riots? You see women. You see a lot of white women who are out there and not having children. I mean, their lives have, their worth is, I need to take care of everyone. Everybody needs to be treated exactly the same. Everybody's the same. How can I be nice? Who's suffering? Who's the children in my life? Well, I'm a leftist woman. You know, I, I want... And they, they infantilize black men and black people in general. And it's it's kind of astounding the double standard that they have there. Um, it's toppling the, the, I hope the you're order right. of, of, of what mankind has always tried to build itself up to. Oh. But somehow, some way, all the civilizations crumble. Well, that's, that's unfortunately true. Um, but this is this is the thing, and this is really the only place I come back to in these moments, these doomerism moments. Yeah. Is I hate to always exhaust in the doomerism. That's where that's how it feels, though. You know, you turn on the news. What do you see? You see the future. Your future is canceled. That's what you see. But what I my rebuttal to that is. God is in control of human history. I was thinking, and God cannot do bad. So there are things that we might not understand. There are definitely things that God does that you you have no right to demand an understanding of, because this is God. 
Yeah. And there are there are no questions to be answered once when somebody dies, so we'll just never know. Well, I mean, he has no reason. You have no reason, reason or ability him. to demand answers from God. That you know, is deep. You you simply don't have a right to to know certain things, and even if you did. There are things you just couldn't possibly understand, not because you're you or I'm me, but because we're humans, we're creatures. We are creations of God. And God is in control of human history. God cannot do bad. Okay? I cannot. He's had the end was written from the beginning. And he knows what is going to happen. And so... Evil exists. Bad things happen in order to in order to be corrected and glorify God in their correction. Um, and right now we need that badly. And we're going through a tumultuous situation. And it feels bleak. Sounds like it's going to be a war coming. Well, there was a, a the Deutsche Bank today I saw um, their analysts have come out with a project a projection for market threats and they say that there is at least a one in three chance of at least one of these things happening in the next four years I thought you was about are, to say 50 no four years My goodness. they say there's at least a one in three chance of there either being a global volcanic event that is incredibly destructive that's like a yellowstone erupting or a solar flare that wipes out all electrical power and gps or a global catastrophic war yeah in the next four years they say there's a third at least a third of a chance of one of those things happening and these are these are you know when you when you have a bank that says these things are probably going to happen these are serious people who are responsible to their shareholders who who yeah. do do the research not from a point of propaganda but from a point of information gathering. Remember all those people got mad at that one lady for sharing all her shares? For sharing what? Selling all of her shares right before the coronavirus. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well that happened that happened in a few different spots. Yeah, more than one, but they just went on and blackballed her and made her the goat. Well, yeah, there's there is a scapegoat. There's always a scapegoat, um, and this is this is a part of the Jewish religion also. I mean, the idea of a scapegoat, the idea of Those I put are like the rats in the Titanic running, like yo, something is about to go down. They're happy right now. I mean, things are good for them, and things are getting better and better for them. I, I mean, would like imagine that. If you like, where are you mind? A bugler? No, no, no. Is, is it, there is there weed in that? No, this is tobacco. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's okay. Yeah, I'll grab another cigarette. But um, what yeah. I was about to say is um, yeah, it would be like a episode in The Simpsons where they got all the B actors, you know, taking over. Mm-hmm. You would be thinking, okay, where are the real? people going like what is about to go down yeah that that would be like something's coming sign and that's what i i guess on some tinfoil hat note would be looking out for like 
Is there a moment where it's like, oh, Elon Musk is in a rocket ship going <laughs> on a test? Yeah. I would be yeah. thinking, holy crap, if he's like getting off the planet, maybe yeah. he knows something because even um, Stephen Hawking, before he died, he blessed us with so much knowledge and so many answers. But one in relativity to what I'm saying is that. He says that's basically more um, capable for mankind to stay on Earth. You know, there would be essentially nothing out there for us. It'd be such of a slim chance to find anything relative to what we're experiencing here on Earth on any other planet. Despite all of the calculations that says billions upon billions of planets that are... Habitable. Yeah, it it just goes back to our lifespan and time. Well, people talk about, you know, it is a cathartic idea to get on a rocket ship and leave the Earth. That feels like leaving behind all the problems. That's how it feels, so it's cathartic. It feels good. People talk about, we're going to build a Mars base, we're going to go live on Mars. My answer to those people is... To live on Mars is a hundred times more inhospitable and horrible than living in Antarctica or in Alaska. Mm. Why don't you go live there? Because there's nobody around there and you can establish yourself a, a some kind of base or something in the middle of all those miles of ice. And you're going to have a much nicer time than you will on Mars. So, it's the truth. I remember having this conversation with somebody, and I digress into all of the factors. And the most disturbing one is the human factor, because I could imagine that as soon as you get up in that space station, things change. Hmm. Like on Earth, being an American. You are blessed to have like over 200 embassies in other countries you could always go to. And that is technically American soil. So despite even somebody wanting to kill you, supposedly, you could be protected on American soil because you're an American citizen. But I could very well imagine. Now, all of a sudden, you get on that space station, you are technically a slave to the corporations because I digress in the conversation saying that it's a long conversation the countries are in debt but we all know right that whole conversation so they ask the corporations hey could you help us out with space that's why Elon Musk is doing his thing Mm -hmm. because he's not government he's corporations so they go up to him and they ask him alright do this for us and the corporations are gonna come up with their own laws and their own things because I come to the conclusion that corporations are really like bad because they're not technically held up to standards the way a government is because the government supposedly is supposed to be held up to standards towards its citizens that they're serving you know to the betterment of its people production you know the means of production as the communists would say so once when you're up in space you're like in this another world where it's like TV, you know, this uh, corporate communism. It'll be like that up in space. You'll be 
a slave to building some moon colony now. Yeah. And you would be stuck in some contract. And then there would be some space crimes, right? But then they would <laughs> delay the courts because, yeah, you're an American citizen, right? The judge forgot a space cowboy. We don't have courts in moon. So until the end of your contract, then you could go back to Earth and they'll, you know, persuade the courts because they got the money against you. And yeah. Yeah. It and reminds you, me of that, um, that it, movie, The Lighthouse. It reminds me of the movie Moon with uh, Sam Rockwell. I, uh, my brother liked that a lot. I didn't, I didn't wind up seeing it. Um, yeah, man. We, I, I think, you know, space is going to invoke a whole lot of problems more than aliens and disasters with gravity, you mm-hmm. know, in the movie. It's going to invoke some like social problems. Yeah. Because it took oh, almost four years for America and Russia to say, okay, let's shake hands in space. Literally shake mm-hmm. hands in space? <laughs> We're the same species, relatively still close to the Earth. We haven't even left the Earth's vacuum. That's why we're revolving around the Earth. Right. You know, there's so many levels to space that I remember I was digressing in a conversation with somebody that really gets me, that a neutrino is so far removed from a Planck atom as that same neutrino is from a neutron star. A neutron star is just a little bit bigger than the Himalayas. And to think of the Himalayas is to think of Mount Everest as we would think as a singular mountain, but it's actually a mountain range. Yeah. And that is not even bigger than the country that is in. You yeah. know, there are scales of, of size that really boggles my mind. That's right. That's right. Now this is a this is an almost infinite sandbox. Oh yeah, this, I love talking about space and science. I, I don't mean to digress in this. Not at all. Not at all. Um man. Yeah, space I, I don't really know I don't really know much. I don't really know much about space. I think um, there were a couple of interesting things that I was sort of reading about recently as far as, uh, you know, pictures and photography from space. And, you know, I, I don't really understand the question. The question that really got me thinking for the first time, because I've heard all these people denying and say, like, well, we never went to the moon or there's no such thing as space. And then they go from that into like flat earth. And Oh, I, I mean, you the insider. What? The question that I... Oh, you can finish. I, I, I'll just get to this. The question that I saw asked that really kind of shook me up a little bit was why are there no stars? And at first I didn't understand what they meant by that. And then I saw a ph- a photography from the moon landing and from when they were on the moon and there are no stars. And I don't understand that. I don't understand why if they're in space, you can't see any stars. It's because the Earth atmosphere is a magnifying glass for us to see. And um, on the moon, there is no atmosphere. That's why mm-hmm. you cannot capture that amperature of light traveling millions of light really? years away. That's fascinating. And um, to... to get to the answer of why the moon is because the scientists who are chemists 
figured out the compounds on the moon is helium-3 and that is the fuel for rocket fuel Hot, um, what is it called? fusion, nuclear fusion but nuclear fusion is always 40 years in the future for us it, you know we haven't really nailed that completely we always mm -hmm. fuck it up because we're just humans for some reason it's like you know whatever so the the big scramble is that China got to them. And China is all business orientated. They don't build Beijing. They built mm -hmm. Shanghai. They built Hong Kong. And if you look at those cities, they're huge. They make yeah. Manhattan look small. You yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. And I'm looking at Manhattan and it's like, yo, this is a metropolis. But those, you know, uh, cities out there is is big. They're just it's like a movie metropolis. They're very motivated. There are a group of people that are motivated into, I guess, their hobby is now um, construction and infrastructure. Well, they, they got it like uh, the Irish started the railroads, but ever since the Asian got a hold of that, mm -hmm. they haven't stopped. They, you know, built that new railway that's supposed to go 200 miles an hour on air whatever yeah. assumption. So they got to... Yeah, so they're they're about to start doing what the Asians are stereotypically about to do mm -hmm. in America. It's like, holy crap. Now, the thing about China is that, you know, we all know their government and the corporation factors and whatever. It's like all the same, right? But we're like in a complicated situation having the corporations go up there and NASA is federal and they're... They take a knee technically mm -hmm. to vow that whatever endeavors that NASA you know and companies is for the betterment of the people that's why we have access to you know its merchandise and its pictures as American citizens that's a privilege you know that other countries also marvel at you know at America so saying that it ran out of money because it's federal but, you know, they're supposed to be for the people. Yeah. They went on and so they sold us to the corporation. Now, I mean, I, I have faith in Elon Musk. It seems like he's a guy that got a good head on his shoulders. And sometimes I feel that way. Um, yeah, I, I sometimes feel that way. I, I also sometimes think that, look, nobody's perfect. I, I don't, I'm not here to criticize Elon Musk. Mm -hmm. um, and he's a very smart guy. And I think that he has some really... Terrific ideas. Um, I'm not perfect. You look at this room around you. It's oh, still it's, a mess. It's very nearly perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I think it's very easy to, it's very easy to go too far, to go far astray. And if you even listen to this conversation. Pandemonium, um, you're suggesting. There are there are things that are so that feel so catastrophic and oppressive, truly oppressive. Like no way out, you can't breathe this air. Hold on, um, I think this is weed. I wonder you was reaching for. Oh, it. thank you. Um, I sobered up enough to realize. But there are things that are so hard to think about and to talk about that when you start. You instantly you have to you have to like go bigger. You say like 
where I'm living, what this situation is, what Very this country American, has devolved right? to. It's too much. I'm overwhelmed by it. And now I want to talk about space. It's this idealism. Um, it's this, like, it's kind of escapism. Intellectual, like, escapism. Material escape, escapism. Yeah. Because well, we and this our is... TVs and our cars. They got bigger and bigger. The Homer. Right, and further and further apart. That's yeah, true. man. Now we're on the phones. We're all looking down. And with that technology, you know, there, there are a few things that new technological, technological advances do. Um, new technology allows, theoretically, for greater freedom and greater individuation. The other side of that is it also encourages more competition and more isolation. Yeah. So, and in, in studies about competition, when it comes to physical tasks amongst men, um, more competition is good. It, it is motivating. That's capitalism right When it then. comes to mental tasks, however, um, more competition is causes people to be less motivated when it comes to mental tasks. And this, is, again, is especially with men. Um, and the I crucial the factor is, I mean, this is, this is what the studies have, have shown. Um, yeah, I think you're right. You don't, the, that competition doesn't have to be present. Like if you have somebody and you tell them to take a test and you say your goal is to perform. And I think this is specifically the experiment in the, in the top 20% of this test. Quote, quote. Yeah. Well, people... People will, you know, if you tell, if I tell you, James, take this test, it's between you and nine other people. There are 10 of you all together. Your goal is to score in the top 20%. You'll be slightly motivated by that. However, if I tell you there's 100 other people taking this test with you, there's 99 other people, you're 100 people, that is actually demotivating. And all I have to do is tell you. You don't have to see them. Because people go into matches with... 32 other players you think you're gonna rank in the top three bro like you gotta be shit good and you gotta have some cooperation with somebody else to deem y'all two or y'all three in Mm -hmm. the top ranks and in physical tasks it's good but in mental tasks it's not so good because it stresses us well yeah i mean because it it is it's stressful and it feels it feels like the scale is too much. And I believe that back to the archaic times when they were thinking about the birds of the air tackled with the animals in the trees and the animals of the ground, it did not motivate them to now think, oh yeah, I should move out of this place. No, I, when I went into that cave, that was actually a bear's cave. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. to the contrary of a caveman, if they always want to, you know, yeah, I, you know, for humans to dwell in a cave takes a lot of dominance of territory, because then you transition the animals around you to adopt their patterns around you. Ultimately, and look, that's what I—that's what I do with dog training. Like, you—you you are enforcing your will you are creating the new environment and the new interior 
Um, so I guess I guess where where I could end that up with is <laughs> dog training is satanic. <laughs> I'm, kid I'm kidding, but um, but maybe not really. Dog training could be a gateway of understanding everybody. I you know what when it comes to conditioning, when it comes to propaganda, when it comes to how incentives work, yeah, dog training is the true red pill. I'll tell you something that's in my head that I could finally let out. When I think of you in dog training, I think of you like real boy, like, okay, sit boy. <laughs> you know, um, you know I, I like it, actually. Um, and I'll boy. It's, I like it because you have this animal that you can't communicate with with words. Okay. And you have to make them understand what you want and why they should do it. Yeah. And so it is, it's a propaganda for dogs. Does dog training work on cats? <laughs> um, there, there are people that say you can train cats. And the truth is you can kind of train anything. But I think success with training cats is much lower. Because cats lived independently of humans and dogs were domesticated. You're cats were never right. domesticated. Yeah. Um, here's a quote. Um, dogs chose us, but we chose cats. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. The no, 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 no. Cat chose us, but we chose the dog. That's how the quote goes. <laughs> the That's dogs, because for some reason, even though the cat isn't domesticated, it stayed around us, and then it got somehow adopted in this recent mm -hmm. time into our household. Yeah. But we saw the dog and we was like, yeah, we want that as our bodyguards. Dogs and people kind of chose each other. And I mean, people people ask me sometimes, they're like, how do I make my dog stop barking? And yeah, you can work to do that. But the truth of the matter is the dogs bark because it was evolutionarily advantageous for them. It's an adaptive skill. Yeah. Please bark. Because dogs... Scare other animals relationship, around. It was scare, but also it was, can we humans in this camp go to sleep overnight without being invaded? The dogs will bark and wake us up. Uh, and in exchange, they can have the scraps of our food. They can eat the scraps of what we kill. The uh, that was the arrangement. You know, yeah, we can sleep overnight because we know that you'll bark if somebody comes up to us. Mm. That's deep. I like Yep, that's it guys. That was, that was why they came. Thank you for tuning in. This is another episode. James, thanks for having me. Of course. Anytime. Good morning. Good afternoon. And good evening. April fourth of July, bitches. Happy Independence Day. Yeah. It's I just say fourth of July. <laughs> This is PLS Eddie. And King Young, you know who it is. NNMRadio.com. We live. And giving you an update. Thanks for tuning in, guys. You know we had to check up on y'all. We can't be dropping a ball like that on Independence Day. So we went on and linked up. We started working on the environment around us. And we started expanding our minds and started planning the future. And we say that it is going to be bright. Very soon, we got big plans. 
everything come out our brain we think up it's gonna come out everything we ever thought of that came true bro we thinking the most shit now it's gonna come true because i bet you some time ago we were probably sitting in here saying oh yeah just why don't you just have all that stuff moved out Moody friends or whatever. They organize the seats and shit a little better. Yeah. And look what happened next year, some years later. We really expanded on our ideas. And we got our eye on a spot. <coughs> Two or three. Oh, yeah. So we got a personal spot. And we could very well possibly be looking at a, a shop, a professional shop location, commercial area, also business, real business. Yes, sir. Real bread. Things coming together. Don't sleep on us, guys. Don't you ever give up on us because we haven't given up on you. So we all know all those artists out there that we fought with since day one, since year one, literally. We still got your back. We're going to build for you. We're going to work for you. If you're this still is, pushing, we pushing. There you go. If you still alive, we'll give you some juice. We're coming through, man, for the 2020. We're trying to... Uh, Make one 2020 hit. Everything in order. It will be. We promise it. And our future going to be full of business and work, y'all. I see it. We, we still holding up strong through the coronavirus shit. This little pandemic. We still keeping us afloat. We ain't fail yet. Oh, yeah. You better do. I don't even want to start talking about coronavirus. We can talk about that a little later. Now I just was saying that even though this shit going on, we ain't even paying attention to it. Keep doing what we doing. Yeah, man. Right? Don't fall off because of something. Because we reaping the fruits of our labor. People have that knew about us in the radio, they still asking about, oh, do you still do this? Do you still do that? They giving them a lot of time to think about us. We on everybody else's mind now. Yeah. Like, shit. I know they kids still going. We need to fuck with them because we the one slow motion. I know they still going. Of course. Yup. That's what I can see it in their eyes. They know that. And them still that, running. Like that, a train. Yeah, we got we don't potential. Run off, we don't run off gas. We don't run off electricity. We run off of coal, man. Just keep throwing that in there. We going to keep going. Yeah, man. We're, we're a locomotive. Ready to go. So let's, let's tell them a little preview of what we got going on. We're going to have this TV set up right here, display. We got a TV right there. You know, like, I was thinking the newscasters. Yes. We're going to have a green screen and everything, bro. We got a picture memorial. Y'all know these picture memorials. But now since we don't move the printer, you can fully see all of them now. Yeah. We're going to have to add something else, too. 
Oh yeah. Maybe just to the bottom, not the top, so we still got some more juice. Yeah. Probably move some of those to the bottom. Maybe somewhere else. But yeah, we we got we got the magic corner, we got the music corner. That whole side gonna be the music studio. Yep. Live studio, ain't no live band. We ain't talking about just get on no keyboard and in a beat machine or uh, on your Pro Tools or your Fruity Loop. We talking about a live band over there. Drum set, guitars, you name it. The bass, all of that, bruh. We lie to you not. We, we're going to have a corner for... Our merchandise, y'all could buy and all that. Yes, sir. We be over there. Finna even have our booth set up all the way. A, a booth. This section that we in, this is going to be the music. I mean, the TV station. When the camera going to be set set up right there, they get this point of view. That's what's going to be like. We're going to have our 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 our, our, our network casters. We, we we got everybody for every role because we know somebody for, for every TV show. Like, this is going to be really a TV show network. And we really going to have something to come to the table when we talk to Disney, when we talk to Hulu, when we talk to Netflix. And they're going to be like, oh, I like that show concept. Let's let's have your, your season. Your season come out. Let's see what y'all do. Y'all got too many concepts. For us to even decide what's good or bad, we like you because you come in all different ways. Y'all really give the dudes. Y'all really give your uh, perspective. Y'all really put out artists. Y'all really do music videos. Y'all really project um, media, actual media feedback. Yeah, we get your Instagram. We, we get your YouTube. We get all your videos. We got NNM Live. That, that concept still blows my mind to this day how we pulled that off. And I don't think anybody really is doing that. The real people that's doing that, they doing comedy. They getting to get all the funny, funny stuff to yeah. try to make it bad out of you. See? But we don't put it together like, yo, bruh, when an artist walk through our door, we're going to think about it from his head to his toe. But like, all right, we could get you some shirts so you could sell we know some shows that we could go to. Not, none other in New York and New Jersey. Also in Georgia, down south. We know all types of people, bro. Florida. We, we, we can set you up with an interview. We can set you up with your music session. Record that for your, your artists. I mean, for your fans. If you wanted a video. We, we record your music. Oh, that we'll do a video with the props and shit. Yeah. You got plenty of props. You know, like Saturday Night Live, and then the camera turns? The camera really gonna turn from here to over there. And they're gonna see you. And guess what? You don't even have to play no instruments. We can clear that whole area up and have you rap with, with your boys, whatever, in that area. Have a green screen over there. Exactly. Have whatever in the background while you performing. That shit look cool as hell. We we can paint this whole area where even the the pictures will be on the ceilings also while you perform with some lights and all that. We we got all those concepts for you right here, and we lie to you not. All them TV show concepts, all them episodes, 
those are all different things. We was just watching LFL. We really be on sports. And we kind of got a connection with them. We ain't got it from the head people, but some of the players do deal with us. Bruh, I really know somebody and be making porn toys. We be doing NNM Girl. We been had an episode of NNM Girl, a girl in her lingerie, right? Yes, we live. Be, we bruh, recorded it. Everything that we do, we basically did it in real life. We got both. No more talking about it, right? Everything done. Bruh, we don't got all this information from the internet, but we also did it in real life. NNM uh, uh, Fitness. We really got locations. Right. We really ran into somebody out there that really be training, right? On the you first keep in touch day. With on the first day, right? Little got some film, man. On the first day, bro. Yeah. Eight football players and shit. One of them still playing. Bruh. So, anybody that's out there listening, just know that we got your interest in hand. For real, for real. Yep. We be talking about news, real politics. Like, we got connections. You know, my folks be with the NAACP. We really... Look, we got news pass, press pass, bro. Press pass. Like, like we do everything, bro. I don't know if there's anything else we, we haven't done yet. <laughs> we, we got the best interest in here for y'all. We ain't just talk about nothing and don't do it. Bro, we was just talking about getting the camera out and doing a film, like... Like, we know filmmakers and all that. All that good stuff. Can y'all drive? I know you want to tell us something. Tell them. Tell me what we're going to do. Anything. Tell oh, them about the yeah, radio show. Yeah, we got show. the second building coming, bro. Mm-hmm. We just talking about you this one. We talk about this one. That's what we know we got at hand right now. We got a second building coming. That we're going to do all of this at two and more if if you need a venue a venue you want to host host a party or whatever we got that that spot and a professional a more personal spot because you know you can't do everything what we just talk about once you walk out the door that's it (laughs) I don't get my vendor license. Yeah. I don't get my pistol license. I don't get my alcohol license. Oh, that's Brad right there. Oh, Julian. Hey. I'm King Young Dread. King Young. Whatever I set my mind to, I feel like I can do it. So I wouldn't even think about that shit if I couldn't even do it. For real, got an LLC. Y'all listen to I wouldn't even think about that shit if I couldn't even do it. It feel like Birdman speaking. Everything I think of. I'm gonna say either a good one or a bad one. You gotta put some respect. All right. That's a good decision. I'm going with it. I'm finna get all of them, bro. The vendor license, alcohol license, and my weapon license. Fuck that shit. They gotta protect yourself in these times. I respect. I ain't from here. I don't know nobody. I don't get money without who I can trust. Yourself. You're with. 
your knowledge, your experience, your best judgment. Word, bro. <coughs> we was just talking, like, like somebody was just hitting me up, like, yo, do commercials. We do commercials Commercial for already. business. Yeah, for businesses, like, 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 I lie to you not, man. We got a whole network and supplies. We got a supply, and I know there's a demand for everything that we do. Everything. Right. We even got skate, we call it skateboarding. So they want to do a vlog one day. They, they ain't got a cameraman. We the cameraman. Right. For your vlog today. And you know, Reggie, know, uh, a Hot Wheels guy, like we do at an M Go. Right. Bro, we really into that. Really Reggie know a monster truck guy. There you go. Bro. Bro, it's for real, for real. Alright? We're gonna go to the monster truck show and have some live feed. Yeah. And know the person. Not just, another person. Not, not, not just snuck up in there or had to spend some money just to try. Bruh, really could get in. We invited. Really could show up with the press pass. Really could interview him. Really get some real. Straight talk about today's sports. Hey, yeah. Look at her. She done spun her around and took it down. Straight talk about today's sports for real, for real. Don't bitch be going hard. Look, bruh, we start interviewing everybody in every channel. We do LFL girls, NM girls. We get the little right by the Giant Stadium, bro. Yeah? We got to go to the Giant game. You know, rappers, R&B, producers, we can get in here. We can get a journalist up in here, for real, for real. Somebody that be like, all right, that's all I do. Yo, you don't miss me with the music, you don't miss me with the sports, but what's he talking about? Me doing some journalist stuff, we got that. We all on that level too. This man write his own books and everything. He got movie ropes, already scripts, been wrote. So much potential. For real, for real. But we gonna use it. We have to. Because whether we want it or not, there's people around us that want it. Yeah. And they look at us like, shit, you can help me. Cause I know y'all know somebody. Everything. To this day. Somebody. We got people trying to come to us to help them promote bikes. <laughs> to this day. Somebody was hitting me up talking about do do a commercial for my business. I know you do video editing. Do it. Like okay, it's great to you. I got a job for you. We in here though. They already know we out there, but they gonna fill us. We got shirts already made. Tell them. Get more shirts. QR code on a black QR code on a nigga. You can just say, hey, where you get that shirt from? Oh, go right here. You got all these one. <laughs> right?
Yeah. And we be we be talking about music, bro. We was just talking about the fee. We gather music videos, whatever music videos the artists will have. We would gather and, and, them for an episode. and like this, dog. The artists we connect with, we stay in touch with them and have a connection. Like I might not know the ones he know as good as he know, but I keep in touch with the ones I know and keep it relevant our relationship. On the other end, PLS Zaddy do his. Keep all his artists relevant with their relationship. So at any time, they still sending shit. They still welcome for interviews at any time. We've been doing that shit how long? Bruh, yeah. We don't built up staying with, with some artists. They they just waiting. Whatever we they say. Yes. Right? Yeah. We got some artists that was that that would say finally. I was waiting for you to say that. Yeah. When is it gonna be out? We we know some people. And like me, I be trying to touch people so they can know we really got you. I got your back, bro. So if we go, you still gonna be there. I'm gonna still have you as a big artist on our record label, on our radio station. Guarantee. Okay. Future got a song out. Oh, you play next still. Right? <laughs> because for for a lot of artists that's really out there shining, we still we still promote them as if they still local. And for those local artists, you know darn well we're gonna still promote you. Even if we had Dr. Dre right here. We had P. Diddy right here. We had Jay-Z right here. We would still be thinking about you in mind. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. this new artist all came through. Let's think of that same good formula plan that made other artists blow up while they were still fucking with us. Like, that's how that's how we are, bro. We ain't going to be in no radio station where we just play what the world want to see. We give y'all that we helping people. We ain't just doing it because that's what you like. We're yeah. helping people. Bruh, when you talk about like all types of music, we don't play all types of Tell music. them every genre. Go. Of course, rap and hip-hop. Of course, R&B. We, we don't gave them rock and roll. We gave them like all types of producers that would produce Latin beats. Remember those? <laughs> We had them Russian beat makers. Yep. We had Russian rappers. Yeah, we had Asian producers. Asian rappers. Yeah, Asian rappers. We we had all the nations blow up because we and saw they that, welcome us. Bruh, yeah. We didn't just get it. We saw the analytics blow up in every country for them artists. I that think we one of those songs we got was on NBA 2K19. See. For one of the artists, that Japan artist. See? What the name was? There's, there's a few of them that we got. We, we ain't like we got just one. Yeah, man, we got a little whoopie, dog. We try to help him. We, we go on that line, bro. Me and you. Next year, Corona's still here. 
We asked Not this year. Let Atlanta cool off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let me say this side. But you bet, guys. Like, some days I'll be thinking, there's going to be a future. Me and Kenny Aldrin wearing suits and ties every day because we on the move going to a, a serious-ass <laughs> meeting that's going to be a crunch. That's going to be a big deal. Right. Like, we just met the executive coordinator for Disney+. Plus. They really talk about... About to get a Nike contract. It's a record label. <laughs> Y'all ain't got no real brand um, backing y'all. <laughs> Nike. Bro, we, we gonna have it. I love you now. You, when, we already have sponsors. I bet you in the future we're gonna have so many sponsors, it'll be like the end of a commercial when the man's speaking too fast for you to hear something. <laughs> Yes, I lie to you not. It's gonna be something weird like that. We like, hey, we we got a lot of sponsors. <laughs> we got a lot of partners. Cheers. Both of you love, man. Yeah, man. I'll smoke another one, baby. You know that. We got one right there. <laughs> he said, "Don't do you do it? I got you, so." <laughs> I'm a J man when it comes to that smoking. Room. But yeah, God willing, we're going to continue doing what we keep. Look, man, the whole thing is every man is their own boss. Whatever you wake up and decide to do that day, it's on you. If you wanted to quit somewhere, you could do that. And say, well, let me go adventure to try this. You can control that. Who else can say, hey, fuck you, boss, man. I can do that, you know? Or I can just say, hold up, dog. We done. Hey, I ain't doing this. ain't going to work. I'm going to try something else. Or you just go ahead and slice some rocks. Yeah, it was your choice. You the boss, man, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Everybody's in control of themselves. You want to be an NFL player. You know you better go and train every day. Just to impress somebody else. Right? If I ain't been working not, and I can't prove it, you still got to... Go on the trials. All types of trials. Right. You the boss, man. You the one that got to say, man, I want that. I bet you there's a lot of athletes that I don't understand before the deal. I was the agent. Right. I was the manager. When you was I in high school and college, you had to show up and make sure you, who else was going to tell you that beside the coach? He just wants you to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bro, you better go do it. The coach going to be on you because he don't want you to leave and he wants you to be good. Right? But it's going to be on you. As a man, to say this is what I really want. They even like LeBron and a couple of players. They just both of them play. They play football and basketball. High school. Which one you really want? 
Right? <laughs> My bad, I'm zoning out. What one, what one you really want? You play at football in high school and you play basketball and football in high school. But you good at both. What one you really want? It come down to you. Yeah. Every man gotta make it that 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 decision. Every man. Oh yeah. I feel everybody gotta pray for both. I hope Life ain't easy and hard. Like Paul said, it ain't easy. And you don't get but one goddamn time to play. You get a couple if you go to jail, you know. You don't die, but they just take your life away for a little bit, you know. Take your rights away. Your life. You ain't doing shit but what they want. They got your life. Mm. <laughs> they don't occupy your time. They got it. You got a whole agenda set for you for the, for the whole day, every day. You got four years, bro. Sit down somewhere. You ain't finna go drink no beer. You ain't finna watch no football game, play the 2K with your homeboy, and go try to fuck no bitches after. That's four years. <laughs> your heart was dry. Oh, you wanna go to the beach? <laughs> no, sir. Oh, took your life. Yeah, I pray not. You got three kids at home. You can't even talk a man. You, you think my damn, I ain't even know what grade they made today. You locked up. I remember when I was down there, one boy told me when he called and talked to his little brother, he told him he had his friend's house. And his little brother be like, when you coming back from your friend's house, it's going to be for a little while. And he couldn't even tell the truth to his little brother. Hurt him that bad. That shit has stayed with me all these years. All type of crazy shit. One boy. That's and, all the fuck. And then just like. hit your head, cause you you really weren't paying attention, but you knew what the question was without even hearing it, right? Right? What question? You knew when he was on the phone. You knew the question was, "Where you at?" Cause the answer was, "Oh, with a friend house." You didn't even hear the question, but you just heard the reply. He on the phone, you know, you just thinking like, damn, that's some shit, man. Like, bro, we had a count. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. I don't know how that conversation went down, but I can imagine. It must be heartbreaking. I say you get more chances if it's jail. You know? You get out still. You still get out. Get another chance. Do some more shit. You fucked up that chance. Now you can go and say, you know what? That shit ain't working. I'm going to go and do that now. Get out the way of that. 
they link his squad. I got a lot so many motherfucking time now for nothing. They said, call, boy. I ain't sick. Jesus, call. I ain't doing no call. Don't unless make me call. come in there. Left we guard on detail. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got a call. All right, stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't call unless I had to go on detail. <laughs> <laughs> detail, you know. Don't make you do that. Yeah, because you came from the outside. World, you come back in. Let me see what you try to bring back. Yeah, I call shit. I want to go on the outside detail. I, I bumped myself, like they said. I ain't bring that in, but I got food brought to me. Got to see my girl. That's good. Amen. <laughs> well, I want to be on outside detail. I ain't trying to sneak that in. I can do something on the outside while I'm, while I'm out there. <laughs> Real life, man. Smoke some, you know. Oh, she's switching up. Oh, but there was a little fun. There was a little fun. Just a little Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. That's, that's some people's life like that. Some people can't stay on the chair, but I know a lot of people. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. She, she did that on purpose. I was watching the TV show. The man go to prison just to eat and sleep. I'm like, yeah, man, that's some dog shit right there. Yeah, nah, it, it like, if he ain't got no real life, that's smart. Because it's like shit. And then we got down getting on job. Shit, they locked me up and give me something to eat every day. Like, we gonna wash my clothes so, once a week. All <laughs> I gotta worry about these niggas in here. We, we gonna fight or not? But I know. But everybody's some, scared of him. I know. <laughs> I know. I can go to bed with so, cover and a blanket every night. Yeah, that's what he thinks of us. <laughs> <laughs> And the police mad at him. They want to get charged. They want to whoop his ass, but they can't. This nigga is charged. Hey, yeah. I just need to come here and get that little uh, three meals a day. Let me get that breakfast. Yeah, I'm woke. And the messed up thing is, they don't use bullets. They use a little rubber pellet, so that nigga eats this shit. Yeah, man. The nigga is a monster for real, for real. So he just go to jail because he know I run this shit anyway. Even the police, Bro, you the shoot guards. that shit and he's used to it or he's prompt like, that's that's a bad situation. They used to have guns. He they used to have bullets. Now they shooting rubber shit. He running down jailhouse. Basically, so, yeah, if you like that long. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Rowling, they have my food ready in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he be thinking. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Give me my bill. Give me my blanket. <laughs> Leave me alone for a couple of weeks. <laughs> what room will be in daytime? <laughs> the man, The man trains while holding his breath. You ever heard of something like that? 
You're going to do some push-ups while holding your breath, not even trying to breathe. That's some intense training, bro. You can't even choke me out. <laughs> right? Look, that's a while I ain't breathing, I still can have all these muscles. That's a monster. All right. You think you're choking me, I ain't even going to fight for I'm just going <laughs> to... Oh. Up, right? Look, you know when you get choked, you're going to be like, <sighs> trying to fight for it. But he just going to. That's what he trains to do. That's crazy. I'm just going to close my mouth, bite down. It's a whaling. Yeah, I'm going to get loose, nigga. Because you can't choke me. I don't use to not having breath and still be able to be physical. Yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. I will admit, I could have been fucked up one time if I ain't had somebody there. But it wasn't like that. It was still like he snuck me. Because I was playing basketball with some. I was at the gym. I, I got to do community service. I got to call me that bitch. So these little niggas probably like two years younger than me. <laughs> they still in school. So they got something to prove. Yeah. We had a ball. I just, fuck it, I got a ball, do something while I'm doing community service. I'm about like 19. <laughs> that nigga slapped me. Pop. That nigga don't know who he fucking with. Just because you got one, two, because we play two on two now. Him and his homeboy on team. And the other nigga I knew from the other hood. But ain't nobody knew him, you know. Hmm. So he thinking that three on one, all three of us go to school together. <laughs> nigga slap me. Fuck. Nigga, we not in school. Ain't no teacher here. That nigga, that nigga took out running. Oh. So the other nigga came from the way at me. I was here to quit his ass. Boom. That nigga flew all the way to the bleacher from the middle of the court. I just watched his ass. He just stumbled. All the way to the bleacher, bro. I just hit him one time. One punch, man. <laughs> and I looked, I looked at him and I'm like, you coming too? He was like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, he knew me. He was like, I ain't been to help these boys jump because I know him. He was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at him like, you coming too? All right. I ran back at the other nigga. This nigga running all up the stairs and shit. Trying to run. a teacher. <laughs> he went out. Oh, the now we're at the gym, like a, a recreational gym. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. We at home. <laughs> he all out there running. So the other nigga came again. Huh. I hit his ass wire in the court again. Bah! He fell again. Boom! He's not ready for it. <laughs> the other nigga ran again, bro. He pissed me off so fucking bad, bro. Because you the one slapped me. Yeah, and then you gonna run. And you keep running from me. I can't even get my one lick I want. And then you got this <laughs> other nigga fighting right. for you. I hit his ass two times. <laughs> Both times he dropped. <laughs> so, I don't, he just ran. This door was locked. That's probably what he tried to do. Run it out that door. The other nigga, I caught his ass. So he ran anyway. Other nigga I know from the hood. New, because he from the hood. They from, like, Willowwood. And they from Willowwood. I already know you might. <laughs> hey, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Though. He grabbed me. Oh, what? That nigga, I got that nigga. 
I still got his fucking shirt like this. The other nigga got me. I'm like, hell no, nah, cause nigga, he the one did it. Cause I could have just went on and just bam, bam, bam. The other nigga went on to beat him to sleep, cause I already knocked you out. But no, you touch me, boy. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> this ain't the fight. I could have beat this ass, but I want you, boy. <laughs> I went and chased his ass out. The other nigga grabbed me up. He bed. Now, that nigga here he put my plate. He bed. So he hold me. I'm like, damn. I want this nigga so motherfucking bad. I'm just in there being like, at his ass. Because I still got his shirt. And everything, bro. So the other nigga came again. I hit his ass three times. And matter of fact, he came again. I hit him again. Boom. KB shook his head like, oh, damn. So shit, when I hit him, the little nigga that jumped on my back and choked me. <laughs> no, I said, they could have got my ass <laughs> with that choke. <laughs> he choked my whole fella weak for real, too. But KB, he, he grabbed the nigga off of me. <laughs> he got him off of me. I felt I was like, damn, that nigga got my ass. See, that's why I feel like both should be here. Both. I wish. I would have been trained like old oh, buddy. <laughs> I still would be on that with no breath. <laughs> For real, I felt that shit like he would have took me down. But old buddy had got him on me. He was like, nah, get off of him. Because I had to focus on the other niggas again because he, he ain't finna sneak me. So I came at him again. And let me get him jumping on my damn back. Jumping on me now. Like, <laughs> he ain't just coming. He jumped on my body. He's some type of wrestler. He was like, this all I know I can do. I'm not for this swing. <laughs> for real, he slapped me that one time down the whole fight. He slapped me, took the fuck off. <laughs> I hit the other thing. Boom. I'm at you. Go again. Then they come again, bro. Pop. <laughs> Catch his ass again. Why hit it quick? <laughs> that shit was crazy, bro. For real, like, hey, that just how mad I was. That it wasn't no in the fight. Y'all falling. <laughs> I hit his ass one time, every time. Hit that nigga all, three times, every time he fell. <laughs> But the fight wasn't on him. <laughs> like, y'all the hell you take an ad weapon for somebody else. And then he didn't even beat your ass, but you fell three times, bro. Y'all would have been game up trying to jump. <laughs> right? <laughs> then nigga at your home, but you jumping up now. You get knocked down three times. Boom! You on your own, bro. This nigga just knocked me out twice. And he ain't touch you yet. <laughs> right? <laughs> I took two. And I done fell. He ain't touch you yet. You better square out that nigga. <laughs> Down over to him. Bro, you better go and square out that nigga. Because I ain't finna keep taking on a lick for you. <laughs> Not the nigga out three times, dog. That was stupid. And to that day, that nigga got down. Respect me. Like, I ain't, I ain't got no beef with you. Cause I just was trying to help, but 
Not my ass. I'm going to respect that. You're a beast. I ain't never going to say. I can't say you're a big nigga. We tried to jump you. We tried. That's it. <laughs> and the other nigga, he was like, he had the basketball. He like, nigga, right here, just looking. I was like, I'm glad all three of them niggas won at me. And shit, that just showed some nigga real, right? The nigga thought he had just an advantage, bro. Cause I was like, all the niggas there from the hood, they think I'm, I'm squared out. You don't know me, nigga. You don't know me. They do. Nigga slapped me down. Bah! And then you woke up with damn demon. I know, I got too much drama. Everything that you saying was just flashbacks of all types of fights and conflicts I was involved in. Where I was the winner, or I was the loser, or I was the witness. My homeboys was wilding out. I remember on Mr. Street, one homeboy, he was about to get captured by this cop, and he started handcuffing him. And right at the moment where he was about to handcuff the other, he turned around and punched the cop so hard, it looked like his, his nose exploded. It was just leaking. And he fell on one knee. He so ran? He was about to, but guess what? The cop had his ankle. Oh, he, he still had that no scrim. So then when the other cop came, he, he like swung he and knocked know, that bro. dude out, but he was trying to kick and punch that one cop away. He too strong. Bruh, he just had that grip on him, bruh. Death grip, bruh. He, he ain't going nowhere. That, that was like something in slow motion white, watching all that. Yeah, of course. White people can take a lick, bro. <laughs> but it was just the punch that he took was the punch of the year. I was there telling you. Like his nose was leaking. When he fell, the blood fell, bro. You can sit there and whoop a white man there. He going to keep coming back. Even if he, he didn't did. get no lick. He, all the I'm only just thing. saying, he didn't give up. He ain't say, well, fuck it. That nigga knocked me out. He said, I don't know. You got that lick, but you going to jail, bro. <laughs> I, I couldn't like, say it. Damn, he like, hit me. Here's a 112. You go. <laughs> you, you know, he was like, like the, fuck no, I'm staying here. Bro, you is too. Bro, guess what? <laughs> Kick me again. You still stand. It was like this. A video, More charges. It was like a video game. <laughs> a character punched another one till his body started blinking. You know that? Yeah. And when he blinked, he went on and grabbed him. So when he came back, that's all he, he knew was just... He just like like you got my health on on easy right now. <laughs> Ain't no fight no more. I can't do nothing but just grab you right now. I'm telling you, that was crazy. And and seeing him go to jail, bro, I felt bad for him because I'm you like, you know the charge, and they gonna beat him up too, probably. He did his best, man. I'm talking about when he get to jail, they still gonna come by forty this time. What's up? Mm. With Mo Gion. That's crazy. <laughs> you hit him, we ain't even gonna charge you on that. We just gonna charge you to the game. That's how they do it where I'm from. Police, they don't like you. They gonna go take you out of that cell. Oh, you been in here complaining, making all that noise? You don't wanna get drug out? 
We'll beat your ass in here. Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> Drag your ass out of the goddamn room. And take you somewhere else and beat your ass again while you're naked. That's insane. <laughs> them motherfuckers crazy, bro. Them bitches make you run you crazy, bro. Them bitches stupid. They throw motherfuckers to the railing. Bow, out the room, bro. I seen that shit. Throw the nigga out the room. To the rail. Metal, still real. I ain't gonna say metal. Still. <laughs> bah! Okay, he fought back. What they gotta do with taking him out of the room, buddy? Man could have fell over the fucking rail. From the roof, like the second floor. The person pepper sprayed a man's room. He just opened up that spot and he just sprayed the pepper spray in that man's room. Now, this was Juvie. I ain't never went to prison. Exactly. They showed his ass in. Hey, you wanna act up? I ain't gonna punch you. <laughs> you survived. crying and talking. You gonna be good. Yeah. I better be quiet. Cause this ain't school no more. Hey, that wouldn't be. Like, I just don't get it. Like, bro, that's some childish shit. Grown, young, whatever it is. You beating on the damn door because you locked up. Right? What's the use to keep bamming on the damn door? Huh? That's all you doing, calling on down there to put them damn hands on your ass. I want my ass whooped. Bum, 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 bum. I want my ass whooped. <laughs> For real. That's how they do. Beat on that door, kick it. Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, what? You erupted everybody in here. And then they said, What you getting out of this shit? And all you doing is amping them man, them damn OC to come down here and put them damn beaters on your ass. They know how to quiet you up. Yeah. Nigga being that big. Boom! Boom! Kicking the shit out of there, dog. Sweet lid. Yeah. Man, I'm screaming. So, dude, what we gotta do tonight? And they end up coming whoops on my ass. <laughs> That felt like slavery when I they have go. you, when they have you in that chain gang, right? I ain't never been no chain gang. What? Yeah, nah. <laughs> they just put you in a pit and let you roam with the animals. What? I'm talking about the chain gang. I ain't been we don't walk. Let you in red. They probably do things differently down there. No, we got a jail. Yeah. And prison. Y'all ain't don't got no fucking jailhouse. And they still had us in China. Y'all don't have a jail, right? We should have felt like slavery. Mo all they all got prison, right? Like I think like six or eight people. We all got chains. Connected to one long chain. And juvie. It felt like slavery, bro. They just wanted to show you also. I felt some type of way, you know that? 
Yeah, they want to show y'all something. Because the whole thing here, y'all in jail. Y'all let in their prayer. And jail, yeah. I can only imagine. I went to jail. I ain't have to wear no shocking on my leg. I just wore handcuffs and had to walk down the hall and be good. <laughs> down the hall, all the hell you had backwards. Walk down that bed. <laughs> The walk is shame. You only got to wear the shot because you ain't red. Red mean you, you did a violent crime. Mm -hmm. Oh, you did some shit while you in there. Violent. They made you a target. Well, I don't mean you, but whoever wore red, everybody know who you is now. Got the shackles on. We've been in a whole different area. You ain't know who you are. You with everybody red. What? <laughs> everybody red to go to. Shoot. They had General Puff. That's what I'm saying. You got General Puff, but not for the reds. We already know these fools. General Puff was the red. It, it just, oh, that's for y'all. Yeah, man. Because it was like everybody else with the bloods. Oh, we had blue jumpsuit. No, 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 no. I had it twisted. General Pop was mainly Bloods. And everybody else was with the Crips. And now it was just mostly Bloods in there. Yeah, man. So they took over the spot that you wanted to go. <laughs> you wanted to be in general public so you could feel a little freer, right? Yeah. Cause now I think about that was before I even was Batman. I when I first went to jail, I didn't know the difference because I went to. I was seventeen. I went to the isolation. I jumped in first. when I was 19. Damn. Like, you don't want to go to the, uh, <clears throat> the other. I'm like, I don't, I don't know the fucking difference. Been ahead that long. Looking, used to try to switch it up. I don't, I'm just locked up. I know that. I'm going to be locked up over there too, ain't I? <laughs> 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 I took it my first time out and I was in the like two-man cell. I, like, I don't know the difference of being in general public or being over here, so I, fuck it, I'm over here. Fucking used to fight to get from over here. <laughs> and then the thing was, they put three of, the three of us in one in the same area too, like my, my sister, husband, who she married, he was my homeboy. And my other home, but I grew up with, so all of us over here. So I was like, I ain't going to general public. They over here. I ain't gonna. Um, I don't even know the difference. Nah, I don't even know the difference. My first time coming, right? Yeah, that's my first time too. I don't know if it's better over there or not. Shit, I'm locked up. <laughs> And ever since then, I ain't never seen prison. 
Never. You did? Never. I don't know why I'm in time. I can't count. I don't know how many times I got a lot of them. Went long, but. Both working late nights, you know that? You probably working overtime. That man left his uniform at the dry cleaners. Oh, he got a job? Huh? I don't know what type of job he got. Because he asked me for my pistol. I told him, what's next? You gonna ask for my badge? Oh, let me hold your computer. <laughs> uh, right? Yeah. Sometimes I think Bo don't even got a job. He Batman. He be out in the streets doing something. Because last time I saw him, he was sweating. <laughs> Yeah. Matter of fact, you was on the phone, right? He said, I got out the shower. I was like, yeah, right. I'll use that excuse next time. Cop, I heard you say that. <laughs> Cop asked me, why are you sweating? I got out the shower. <laughs> uh... I don't know what the hell we gonna do about that TV. Give up or just get a stand and sit on. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be the next best option. Good thinking though. It's like don't a little. Put your TV, that table loaded. Let your table stay in your table. Hmm. We'll find something. You do got that keyboard, son. You just put it right on top of that keyboard, son. Put a board on top of it. Yeah. Put the lid back on the TV. Yeah, that'll be the next best option. 